I'm Christina Torres, and I'm on a mission to help baby big deal brands embrace their big deal energy, aka the vibes, verbal strategy, and customer experience that makes them unlike anyone else in the market. So many of my clients have that thing, that thing that draws people to them, but it feels kind of elusive and hard to nail down. Add to that, they're super creative, crazy busy, and have a hard time fitting into traditional strategic marketing boxes. That's a recipe for a whole mess of wildly talented people burning bright and then burning out. That's where I and this podcast comes in, helping brands like yours move out of the fake it till you make it and into be it while you make it with a blend of systems, gorgeous customer experience and bold, easy to design messaging advice from me and the occasional biz bestie. So best regards to burnout and half-baked messaging and say hello to big deal energy vibes, bank accounts and boundaries. Let's go. So good. I'm glad we're on the same page. You heard it here. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be so rigid and uh, ready for the long haul. And I think people need to hear that. Like, cause if, like, if everyone keeps telling them fast, 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 but like they in their body and in their own intuition are like, no, I think I need to go slow. Cause everything's happening so slowly. Like then you mm. feel like if I haven't heard, like no one's really saying anything about this, which I feel like depending who you follow, you may not be hearing People still may be really feeling you this good news. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that like just keep on going, keep but like, are you really gonna try to keep using the same strategy that clearly is not working? Mm -hmm. And so we can slow down and get really obsessed about data, then I yeah. think we'll feel real like we won't feel so crappy about things moving so slowly. Yeah. Like so, like it's like, all right, well, that's it is what it is. And this yeah. is what data is telling me, <laughs> and this is how we have to move now. Mm -hmm. Speaking of different. I don't want to lose a, I don't want to lose time before we talk about this because this is something that we talk about offline a little bit and we kind of giggle and make fun of all the <laughs> the beach wave blondes and camel camel hats. I think that's something that I'm really glad is going away mm -hmm. in 2023. Like I'm sure there will still be very beige and earth toned um <laughs> branding. Um and that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. But I think I have seen a lot more different everything from e-com to startups to service providers to coaches that don't look like carbon copies of mm -hmm. each other. And so something that I've always loved about you um, and that I will at least give myself is like no matter my size the year, because I fluctuate so much in weight. And in hair, like it doesn't look like a different <laughs> from year to year. Um, that like being visible, and I don't want to say proud because I hate when people are like, "Oh, you're chubby and you're visible." <laughs> How proud am I of you? Like, <laughs> me, I have to walk outside. You want me to be a shut-in? Um, and I do look cute in this dress, <laughs> chubby or not. What? Um, what has your experience been? with just being visible and showing up and being a plus size entrepreneur. It's something you said you want to really talk about. And I think it's not like, you know, I don't, don't think size comes up often enough when we think about mm -hmm. diversity or like, you know, ability is now coming up finally. Um, mm -hmm. Diversity is now coming up mm -hmm. finally. But like, I feel like it's still pretty much like a skinny girl's world, at least in yeah. like 
the internet space. Yeah. Which doesn't make sense because nobody can see you. <laughs> you can't see me in person. Like it's just like such a weird like wait, what? Why do I, I have to be skinny on the internet too? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's not fair. But I think that's completely changing with the body positivity mm -hmm. and all that fun stuff. So yeah, what has, what has that journey been like? For oh my you? gosh. I, I love that you call it out because it's something I have like complained to one of my um, in real life besties about, or I was like, oh, I like, they talk about like the, the diversity a lot and all these panels and I see it, but they're still all like skinny women. <laughs> like skinny people, right? Like I want to see like a big babe on there. <laughs> like, um, so that's not usually um often talked about. And so, um, you know, I found it. I find it. It's up and down for me to be honest. Like, so I'm plus size. Um, I'm five foot six. I guess I'm like not tall. I'm not short. I'm not in between. And my weight has definitely gone up and down over the years. It's definitely on the upside. Um, the past two years with the pandemic, being at home. Yeah. Um, and has just like honestly, like my weight has oh, I've always I've always struggled with my weight. But you know, when my um we talked offline about like my mom died and then my son had a couple years of issues, it just like got worse, you know, got like got like harder. Um right. and harder to take care of myself, to be honest, like to make time for myself that myself needs to like yeah. do the things that Sarah's body needs to um feel good as well. Um right. I've never been like a scale worrier, it's more about how I feel. Mm. Um and so you know, that's one of the things I want to get back to in 2023, but besides the point, um, I do find it challenging sometimes to show up, right? So I don't like, um, I've avoided doing like my rebrand a little bit. Mm -hmm. I pull on it because I'm like, I, I, I look at all these gorgeous new sites and all these different new things. You're saying it's not all beige and stuff like that too, but it's still a lot of like, often quite like slim people. And so when I go to look at what to buy for that rebrand this like image i have in mind i'm like i can't yeah. find that i can't find that shit like i can't right. find stuff right it's like either really really plain um or and just like brown like you know black and like yeah <laughs> like plain like neutral colors or or it's like really frilly and fluffy which is like the opposite of me or, or i'm not like I'm not a plus size woman who like wants to show my, I know there's like some of them do and that's cool. Like body positivity and all that. But like, I don't want to show crop. I'm not going to wear a crop top. I wouldn't have worn a crop top even if I had like a flat belly. I'm just like not that person. Right. Um, just not me. Like, so there yeah. are like some, like some, you know, plus size women are doing that and that's cool. And I like follow them and I love watching them and like what they're wearing for sure. Yeah. But I'm not going to do that. So I find it, I find it challenging because I don't, I feel like I often have to push up against, showing up anyways and now that we're opening back up into the world and in real life stuff I'm like nervous about it mm. because I feel like um who's gonna look like me in the room right um questions I asked which I never would have thought about before and I and I talked about a newsletter over the summer but like I never I'm, I'm a little like you know I've gotten heavy so I'm at the point where I think like is that chair gonna fit me comfortably is that chair yeah. gonna is that chair gonna hold me? Because sometimes they're like little wobbly chairs at some of these like yeah. events, like the foldy chairs. Right. Um, and I hate like having to navigate those type of things. And I feel like that's not often thought about. Yeah. Food. You know, like um, you know, going to a restaurant, like it's like, um, does the does the table move if I want to go sit there, like you know, on a bench? Right. Um, because if it doesn't, like I got I also have like a big chest, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get in there. <laughs> like uh my boob is on my face. <laughs> So yeah, it's exactly. I need help, a different table. Help, help me, because um, I might be stuck. Um, 
no, but, but like, um, that's real. But like, those are, those are things that like I come up and I worry about. Right. So, um, I'm already like thinking about like, you know, in real life events and I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to go to them. I don't know if I want to ask those questions. Like, are there going to be like, and I guess sometimes like, you know, being plus size is an ability issue too. Right. Like, right. and, but they don't often talk about, like, I want to hear more information around like, how, how long does it take to get to like, how many steps is it? Like, what's the right. seating like? What's that, what's that like? Um, and, and it is challenging because I don't feel like I see a lot of people like me out right. there. Um, so, and I, and I like have this way of like, I, I still will make myself show up, but I find when I disappear, like when I take time off social media, I find it really hard to come back on um, until I get going. And I usually like to come back on by having like a live with you, someone I like, someone I yeah. feel safe with or like another pal mm -hmm. um, until I'll start doing it by myself. And I, and I haven't gotten any negative comments, right. but I also haven't put myself out there as much as I'd like to, like doing all those like cute reels and like, you know, like TikToks and things, I don't want to show my whole body because right. it's not that it's not that I wouldn't. It said I don't want to like all those like I don't want mean comments. And I read some mean comments on people who, you know, aren't plus size and things like that, just about like the way they look and where they are. And it's like really horrifying. Um yeah. And I don't want to put myself out and subject myself to that. Um Ooh. so I guess what I feel like is that sometimes I hold myself back. Um, yeah. I try not to. And I, as I get older, I'm like 44. I'm trying not to more and more and like be you look good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know that. Thank you. <laughs> um, um, you know, but like I try to I'm I'm trying not to let that be the thing, but it is something that like I push against all the time. Mm. For sure. No, that makes sense. Do you find you have more like with that said, because you're a just being a copywriter invisible? Mm -hmm. Copywriters don't like to be. Most of them, most of them don't. Actually, there's some extroverted copywriters. Um, but most of them are like, mm, no, thank you. Um, <laughs> just pictures of my cat, please. Um, <laughs> so I love that. Do you find you have do you have a lot more plus size clients or has that not? I haven't had I've had a couple, not that many. I have like some plus size followers though, and things like yeah. that who chat about it and Whenever I like dabble in mentioning it on like in my newsletters and things like that, I have quite a few like people who will write back to me and be like, oh my gosh, I can like heavily relate to this. Or even just like, thank you for sharing the story and they'll share me something else that they have been like hiding about. Cause I've been trying to talk about it more honestly. Cause the fact is like, this is who I am. Right. So like, <laughs> like, not a surprise. <laughs> like if I see you in real life, like, right. not, you know, this, this is it. Like, this is who I am. Um, so I feel like the more I talk about it, the more, I don't feel like I'm hiding. Um, and the more maybe it helps other people to talk about who they are or whatever's going on with them. I think we all have a lot of stuff that we feel like we have to hide, maybe um, yeah. that we don't, or maybe that we, or maybe that we share it. We have other people who are saying, me too, or I understand, or I have this going on. And it just makes us all feel a bit more connected and human. That's what I think about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I definitely like the biggest thing for me is I delay like, it's the photos, right? Like I delay those things. Um, because sometimes it's hard to like personally as a plus size person and, and and maybe like whether you're plus size or not, like it's hard to reconcile who you think you are in your head with what you sometimes see, right? I'm like, oh right. like <laughs> I think I'm cute. <laughs> I like right. many things and I'm like, like this photo is not oh. funny. <laughs> like, it's not, not what I thought. <laughs> right. That's how I feel 90% of the time. Like, I'm like, look at you. And then like I'll take a picture. I'm like, oh. <laughs> 
what happened? Or like, you know, you take a selfie, you're like, yes. Yeah. And then like the, the camera, the mirror like distorts. And you're like, my face looks yes. like a Picasso right now. Like, why does my eye, <laughs> like one eye is like shut, one eye is not. What's like, happening? <laughs> you know, I know. I'm a photographer, this phone sucks. No, I gained, I gained like 50 pounds yeah. in the pandemic. Um, maybe more, maybe more like 60, but then I lost 15. Yeah. Um, and I think for me, it like so much of the pandemic triggered a lot of like childhood trauma. Mm-hmm. First of all, I think it made me, I'm super nervous about going outside. Like I don't even really love outside <laughs> as much as I used to. I used to love to, anything to not be in the house, I think, mm-hmm. in 20s. And I think that's because I was so had a very strict mom. She was a single mom and I was a girl. So it made total sense. And I was like, basically like a shut in <laughs> from like, from like, until I was like 18, until I went to like college, I was basically like a shut in and I would have to sneak and do things in order to go out anywhere. Um, until I got like a really scary boyfriend and she felt confident that this scary boyfriend, <laughs> like she didn't love him, but she knew no one was going to mess with me if he was around. <laughs> she was like, sure, you can go with him. And I was like, all right, well, I'm glad, glad your priorities <laughs> are straight because he was not a good person, but people were not mm-hmm. going to mess with him. So I felt like it, that then like that, now I'm like, oh, I don't want to go outside. I don't want to be seen. It kind of triggered mm-hmm. something for me. And I had, up until again, I was like 18 or 19. I had, I'm, I'm five, six, two, so I'm not tall, mm-hmm. but I'm not short. I yeah. may be tall for my culture, but I'm not tall like in the grand scheme. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what else? Like people are like, oh, you're tall. Oh, you're like really tall. And then I'm like, the Scandinavian <laughs> woman is like six foot two. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I'm not tall. Yeah. Um, Hello. She's like 17. So anyway, I think gaining that weight also was like, it just felt like I had like failed so much. Like, look at all, like we had moved so much forward and now Mm. we've gained, (laughs) gained I have never gained that much. Maybe since I've been pregnant, I got really, really Mm. my son, but had never even been this heavy in like my whole entire life. and it triggered so much for me. And I don't think I mentioned anything it literally until like an email the other day where I was like, all I wanted for Christmas was to have someone like, like me and be interested in me. And the only mm-hmm. way I felt like I could be likable was if I was funny, smart and helpful. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's like literally my job. <laughs> smart, funny and helpful. Um, I never like, so even, even when I was really skinny, even though I thought I was gorgeous, I always thought I was cute. My mom always like made me feel it's cute, but she had so hangups, so many hangups about being chubby, like chubby Mm -hmm. that like, um, she was, she's maybe more plus size now, but she's short. Right. So that's a totally different, like, that's also like, there's so many things into that, that I just felt a real type of way. And I just was like, I don't really love showing up right now and to that point like i had mm-hmm. pretty much got all the way through the rebrand part of it was like budget like i was like oh that's a good chunk of the budget i'm gonna see how much of it i can finagle my own and then we'll do that part too but there was like okay well i want to wait until i lose at least half of this weight because of the clothes mm-hmm. i want to look in the clothes how i want to feel in the clothes and then what if i do lose weight or what if i gain more weight and i don't look like the person that's in my branding and the, this and that and that, that and this and forth this forth um and it's i'm definitely feeling a little bit more comfortable with my body now like when i'm skinny i don't really have boobs so i really like that and i don't really have a butt either so i'm like yes 
finally like have curves where before I didn't, but it didn't, I wasn't any happier skinny. Mm -hmm. I guess outside I definitely felt more accepted, but I definitely had disordered eating. I won't say I have an eating disorder, but I definitely had disordered eating. Mm -hmm. Exercise, this is the word exercise triggers me. I hate exercise. I don't mind moving. Yeah. Like if you say exercise, I'm like, yeah, I feel the same way. It's just challenge. (laughs) That triggers me. Um, and a lot of, and it was, there was a lot of drinking. Mm-hmm. I could like, there was like a weird thing and a weird relationship I had with drinking. And I remember like, there's there some days where I felt like super, like, what would you call, um, what is it? Gluttonous. And mm-hmm. then I drink and then <laughs> I'm actually a really good drinker. Like very rarely do I get, sick, <laughs> I get sick. And then I remember being so happy because now I can't gain any weight because all that Dude. like stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that hangover cured all of that <laughs> and i was like that's such not that's so not good mm-hmm. like that conditioning is so real and so not good and so harmful for like things that we can't really control yeah yeah like, i hear you i'm genetically I, disposed mm-hmm. to be a little hey 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 this ad is brought to you by runandtellthat.com have you been on your big boss ish and have been wondering what else can i get off my plate what else am i maybe tearing my hair out about what would make the next level up next move really give out these big deal energy vibes well silly it's obviously your website it's obviously your sales pages it's time to upgrade them and bring them into 2023 i get it you just wanted to slap something up there in 2017 when you were starting your little baby business and you weren't sure if you were gonna keep that last name (laughs) well listen it's 2023 you're doing big things and it's time that your website and sales pages did exactly the same thing that you were doing Have your website match your energy. Give it the big deal legacy vibe. You wanna be able to have your website and your sales pages be you when you can't be there. It's like your headquarters and it can be your best and greatest salesperson yet. If you've been thinking about getting your sales copy and your legacy copy on point, then now's the time to have me hook you up. We are booking May, June, and July, um, and there's just one spot-ish left in May. So go ahead, go on, click the link in bio, or you can head over to runandtellthat.co and head over to the work with me page. All right, see you later. Get it. A little thicker. There's nothing I can mm-hmm. do. I'm petite, but I'm still pretty thick. Like, mm-hmm. all right, that's how my metabolism works. And food i love food so we're gonna have (laughs) we're gonna have some of that yeah i i i hear you i am i have a i have a different father than my siblings um biological father and they're both like super skinny like Mm. you know my sister was like i think she's she had a baby um like two years ago now almost but she's like after the baby she's like a size four you know and like but usually she's been traditional like a zero or size two Mm -hmm. and i was always like at my very skinniest ever in my life, I was a size eight. Um, and I was like unhealthy looking. Like for me, when I look back, I was like unhealthy. But my mom and my dad were even like, 
you're too skinny. Which is like, you know, because it always been like, oh, if you just like work out a little bit. And like I did. And then I was like working out like seven days a week. You know, this is like in my like late teens. And it was like I was all bony. Um, but it was like I couldn't maintain that. Right. right. Um, so I'd always like for me, it was probably being honestly around like for a lot of people would not be around like 230 was like always sort of my happy place. It was like a place where I felt like I felt good. I could do things. I could eat some of the stuff I liked, but also still like did some physical stuff like I'd go to the gym and I wouldn't like I, I liked it though like it was like yeah I enjoyed my gym time like I'd go maybe twice a week I'd go on walks with friends like for fun like it was like things were good um and then the two babies added to that right so, so I think after my um second son I was like in the 300s um and then never really like went down from there. So like I've just crept up with like my mom dying and like other things happening and my son and you know all these things contributing. And as you were saying too, like really being shut in during the pandemic. And now I feel like a lot of the same way you're feeling. Like I'm not. It's partially because of the weight too, right? Like I'm I'm more reluctant to go out. I'm like I'm uncomfortable. I have those questions around like if we go out. Like there's all these things I feel like I now need to navigate. Like oh, can I sit there? Is this gonna be okay? Um, like what to wear, right. um, things like that, like feeling like eyes are on me. And I feel like that, you know, part of that is also just like having been home a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, but part of that is like, you know, a genuine worry. How yeah. do I clothe myself if yeah. I'm not sitting on my couch? <laughs> yeah, like do I have to take off these leggings? <laughs> like, and what will I wear? <laughs> like I have like one pair of jeans I bought and I don't really love them. I just would like right. to keep these other pants on. <laughs> um, right. And I worry a little bit too, because my mom actually, I grew up with my mom had agoraphobia, which meant she like had panic attacks when she left the house mm. um, and didn't really leave the house much until I was like a late teen. Like, wow. you know, all that, like buying your first bra, buying your prom dress, all that stuff was like on my own with, with my friends. My mom didn't do any of that stuff um, until she got on some like, you know, really good medication when right. she got, when, when she got, when I got older. Right. Um, and I don't feel those same feelings, but it just is bringing up some of that stuff for me. Like, yeah, I'm not having panic attacks, but I'm like realizing oh, I need to get out more because I am. I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, I'm being like my mom, and I don't realize. And I, I'm not my mom, but I'm being like that. I can see that happening, and I'm like, yeah, I need to get myself out. And it's hard even now because now it's like winter, and even like it's even worse. Like, oh, absolutely. Not. <laughs> like oh. now I'm gonna just like waddle down the sidewalk and like scared I'm gonna fall. Like. <laughs> <laughs> but my husband, my husband's like, we'll go out for some, like, we'll go to tea and we'll go for a little walk. We'll come back. We'll just like do baby steps um, to get out of there. But, you know, anyways, it is, it is challenging. There's lots of things that bring it up. And I was going to say with two with the rebrand, I have decided um, when I had the budget for it, I'm going to go forward with the photos and I'm just going to probably just do some things like maybe more from like seated or sitting up and things like that. Um, and, and be where I am right now. Um, as hard as it is, because I, I realized like I don't want that to be the thing that stops me from having the website that I want. Um, right. And it'll be really hard to look at and probably do. It'll just be what it is. And then, you know, if my body changes for whatever, then it'll, you know, it may be as I start being more active right. and things like that and maybe getting some more support for my own self as we're now pulling out of all this couple of years of stuff. We'll see. Yeah. Um, then maybe I'll do another photo shoot <laughs> or <Right>. I won't. <laughs> like, I know it's not it's, forever. It's like the internet is you can find someone like, here I go problem solving. Um, mm -hmm. like if you can find a plus size photographer, you can find a plus size, like 
like people who can kind of like, because I think that matters. A, I want to feel safe, I want to feel comfortable, but I want to be posed correctly. Yeah. I don't want to like, you know, I want, I want my makeup to, I think, I think it matters. I think the way you do makeup, honestly, and this is because matters. I was like, have mm -hmm. a stitch <laughs> as a makeup mm -hmm. artist, like the way you would contour maybe a plus size face and the way you contour mm -hmm. a skinny person's face is not the same. And mm -hmm. you can like really like mess up the structure of like someone's face and make them look mm -hmm. flat, make them look two dimensional. And it's just like, if you have, what's great is I think the more you probably talk about um, being plus size in your world, A, Instagram will pick up on it and then all the skinny people. <laughs> But, <laughs> but no, you'll find, I'm sure there are people who are like, you know, there has to be the plus size Hillary Weiss. There has to be plus size creative directors. There has to be plus mm -hmm. size photographers and branders who can be like, you know, where this, they know where to shop. Right. Cause I'm just like, where are these, all these people finding all this cute plus size clothes? Right. I think that too. Right. I'm like, where, where do you get that? And, and it's so, I think. The way I feel about having ADHD and anxiety and depression is the same way I think about being plus size. And it's because it's been about in my life. Like having those differences is actually really expensive. It is. Like it's yeah. so expensive to be different, honestly. Like, mm -hmm. so like I lose things all the time. <laughs> um, I impulse buy, so it's part of my ADHD. Um, so there's just so many like little things like not paying something on time or forgetting to do something. And so now I have to pay like some huge late fee or whatever. And then I look at like, not only like it's plus size clothes, not cute. It's so expensive. Like it it's is. so mm -hmm. expensive. And you're just like, this is a house dress. I don't want to wear that. I want to wear, like, wear these things. And like, mm -hmm. I love that designers, yes, are now like maybe making the sizes like Mm -hmm. And you're like, yeah, I could wear that finally. Um, but it's still, there's still like so far to go. So far. And, and as you're talking about the clothing too, like for me, cause I'm on like the higher, like I'm on like the six X sizing. Right. Um, that, and then also sometimes even like I need more cause my, my, my chest has always been big. So now it's like bigger. Right. right. Um, so now I find like I'm in Canada, I'm ordering like from universal standards in the U S yeah. Um, which I like, but again, like it's plain, but it's it's cute. Mm -hmm. But like there's like duties and all these things like that, right? So it's like I bought myself a jacket from there. Um and they got it on sale, but we're still like almost like four hundred dollars and like with the duties and the shit, and then there's like shipping. And like definitely if I could have found it here, it would not have cost me that, like maybe even a couple hundred bucks, right? Like would have been better than four hundred something. Um, and I thought I bought myself a sweatshirt for Christmas, a Black Friday sale that was still like, you know, 175 for a hooded sweatshirt, um, which is like, I, I've been like wanting it for a while. It's sort of a bit of, a bit of like a treat myself wow. thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is why we have yeah. to raise the rates. <laughs> yeah, but like, but the but regular t-shirts from there and stuff are like, yeah. are, you know, $75. And then again, like I'm paying duty and shipping on top of that. Um, right. So I'm finding it like it is challenging and so many of the things do come from the U.S. being so in Canada. It's also harder for me to like try them on and like, you know, like, and there's not like stores to go to. Right. Right. Like where do I go and actually try the freaking things on? Right. As opposed to like, so if I order things from the U.S., I'm just like losing a lot on duty and shipping. I have to be prepared for that as well. Right. Um, just like, like all these things, like you're saying, expensive things to navigate. Yeah. Um, which which can like then like kind of wear you down and make you be like, I'm just not going to do this. <laughs> right. I'm not going to treat myself. I'm just going to wear the same thing I've been wearing for five years, which is perfectly fine. But yeah. it's like, oh, but no, I want to. And I think that's why I'm so adamant. It's funny. You're like, but why Money Mondays? And mm -hmm. I think so many things 
because we're getting messaging from people who are just like so privileged mm -hmm. that it it's great. It's great to have like a a role model or have something to look up to, but it's like, how realistic is that for me? Yeah. Like, like, well, this is why you really can't compare yourself to everyone else because there's just so many little things that go into like you wouldn't like Sarah needs to feel good in order for Sarah to feel good. <laughs> dress good and my clothes are expensive so my rate is this now like I don't mm -hmm. think it's so crazy to mm -hmm. think about life that way yeah. um not now anyway it took yeah. time to get there mm -hmm. so I'm like oh no no I have all these things and if you need if you want my skill set and you want you know there's so many things that go into that and I think now working with clients that say like no I want to be able to pay you this let me think let me like what can we do or let me like step mm -hmm. away and find a way to make this budget work because I do want to work with you where before it felt like uh how can we make this lower? How can we make this more accessible? And it's like, I'm not that accessible, you know, like I can't be. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. The world is not that accessible for me, so I can't be that accessible for you. It just it doesn't make sense. It doesn't just yeah. make, it doesn't make sense. So that, oh my gosh, uh, that, that makes so much sense to what you just said. <laughs> like, there you go. So now, <laughs> you know, when we're sitting like thinking about pricing things like that, it is around like the things that you need to do and like what do we need in order to navigate and live and show up in a in a way that's good for us and maybe that even is like getting someone to you know work work with on like body stuff or all those things that we need as well um i also love that you called out like thinking about a plus size photographer or, like stylist and that is again like how, trying to find that i'll find it like now i'm gonna i'm gonna i looked a little bit but i think i'm gonna take it more seriously because i think that would make a difference and like we want to show up because i look at these cute cute like photo shoots that are happening and things that I love. And I'm like, I can't like get in that pose. And like, <laughs> um, also like, I don't know where to get cute stuff like this. So like, yeah. how do I, I can't even visualize it. Right. So right. I need someone to do that for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Show it's possible. Show it's possible. Mm. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure there mm -hmm. has to be like, I mean, I would love to think that everyone is so stylish, but someone's <laughs> helping them somewhere. <laughs> How can you be the stylish? How do you have time to be the stylish? So yeah, I think that's something we should definitely both look at because I'm 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 like, oh, photo shoot that makes me cringe so hard. <laughs> and like you said, like I'm hiring. Um, this is my first like I've never hired one on one coaching. A just because I don't like being told what to do. That's also part of my mm -hmm. like, I'm not gonna spend eight thousand dollars for somebody to tell me do shit. I'm not gonna do. <laughs> um, no, thank you. But I did find someone that I like really need because I feel like now that I've raised my rates and I've been in this game longer, I don't know. I feel like my imposter syndrome is even worse. Mm -hmm. it was when I, I think when I first started, I didn't care. I just came in like, <laughs> and now that I've been here long enough and I'm just like, Oh shoot, I should be scared. Like, I don't know. <laughs> it's like we, we learned more, right? <laughs> yeah. It was such a quick start. Like that's just part of my like personality. I'm just such a quick start. I don't, I don't wait until it's over to be like, like we don't know the questions to ask until we're in it. Like it's kind of like being an adult. Like you're a kid, you're not scared of anything. And as an adult, you're like, I'm not going down that thing. <laughs> you're scared of everything. Yeah. You've tried everything at least once and it's all trying to kill you. Um, so I'm excited. I haven't started working with her yet, but I think it's gonna help with a lot of things because I just kind of need I need people who understand my brain. And she struggles mm -hmm. with ADHD. She struggles with I don't want to say struggle, she copes, she moves through mm -hmm. life with ADHD and depression and anxiety. And I was like, I need somebody who is <laughs> on That's the you. same meds, does the same, is on the Gosh. same, you know, on the same path. Mm -hmm. Because 
someone's like very neurotypical life is not going to work for me or their coaching. So that's, that's a really good point, you know, and that's something like I was um looking for like a personal trainer to work with. Cause I was like, um, thinking I wanted to, I needed some help to start getting like back into movement again, um, in a way that like, you know, is realistic. Cause I tried doing some online things. They weren't really working for me. I realized I need like one-to-one, -one. but yeah. it's the same thing. I don't want someone who doesn't know what it's like to move in a bigger body or, or whether they are in one or not now, like that they don't yeah. know what it's like. And also to be a mom and like have like kids and like my time is not all my own and, and things like that. I need someone who can um, know that um, yeah. because it's way different. Like, yeah. Um, and the movements and the things that I need from them or the, the, the support I need from them is not the same. Like I'm not going to do what you would tell like, my sister, for example, with like her body, like we're just not like we're not the same. So I need someone who understands that. Um, so that's something I'm looking into as well to get support with. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's a perfect way to end because I think that's mm -hmm. the 23 like trend, right? Is like mm -hmm. now people are going to more and more. It's not like how can I get to this impossible goal? Like mm -hmm. where are people going to meet me where I'm at? And I'm just going to like work with those people because yeah. I can't. Like it's not good for my mental health. It's not good for my wallet. It's not mm -hmm. good for my bottom line to work with people who, like, we're not even we're not aligned. Mm -hmm. at all like even on this. So if you're like, I can't like, what what differentiates me from other copywriters? Well, I write copy, right? But there's like these these personal little stories mm -hmm. yeah. that people really do resonate with, and that they would pick you over someone because they feel safer. Like I think that at mm -hmm. the end, both of our businesses are all about people feeling safe to work mm -hmm. with. Them. We don't ever want so. to feel unsafe with us. Mm -hmm. um, that is a good way to wrap up and add in like, yeah, it, I think it is important, you know, going, it has been the past couple of years more and more so, but, and then again, going to 2023, like say who you're right for, right? Like declare it um, and, and work with people who you are right for can actually truly help um, yeah. and who you're best suited for. Um, to work with, you know, it doesn't mean you have to niche down necessarily all the way. Like I know you said, like you have a bit of like a, a different niche, but it's around still. Like we know who you are and your values and what you talk about. So mm -hmm. I think it's going to be important for people to continue to be transparent about those things. Yeah. Um, so that we can um, call the right people in and support people who we can actually support. So yeah. they can put their money where um, it's best used to help them. Yeah. Hundred mm percent. -hmm. Um, but that said, where can people find you? What do you where do you want people to go? They can find me at um, my website, sarahvartanian.com, and that's the best place. Or they can hit me up on Instagram if they want to, you know, chat through any stuff we talked about, too. I'd love to hear your, you know, biggest takeaways, your thoughts without Christina's line prediction or how yeah. you're navigating the world, too. And that's the same thing at Sarah Vartanian. Yeah. Are you still doing your podcast? I am doing my podcast. I should have said that. The the launch playbook podcast. We had a little hiatus in the fall, but we are um, starting to publish again. So. Yeah. Sweet. Lost Playbook podcast. It'll again on my website. You can find it. Yeah. You're such a good question asker. And I'm just like, yeah, you talk, whatever. And then I'll chime in. <laughs> I love how structured it is because I'm not completely structured whatsoever. Thank you so much. I know we ran over, but thank you so much for time. Thank and, you, Christina. Um, talk to you in the DMs. All right. Thank you. You're welcome.